0: Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage with ideas on what it means to be a free human being in pursuit of human flourishing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher with the Humanity Matters Podcast where we deflect and discuss on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage ideas on what it means to be a free human being in pursuit of human flourishing. Everybody connect with me. You can find me on Facebook, Dr. Philip Fletcher, as well as on Twitter, at Phil Fletcher. You can find me on Instagram. Just put in Dr. Philip Fletcher. You see my handsome face somewhere on there. As well, you can connect with me on YouTube. Got a YouTube channel and the podcast, Humanity Matters Podcast, where you can subscribe at anchor.fm or any place you get your podcast content. Hey, always looking for supporters. So you can support through Anchor or PayPal me, Philip Fletcher, right? So you can PayPal me at pfletcher73 at gmail.com or you can even hit me up on my Cash App. You got cash out. I got cash out. Bless a brother. So, we're going to be doing a great discussion today. Before we get into it, here is our quote of the day from Thomas Sowell. Yes, Thomas Sowell. And he said this, and I quote The reason so many people misunderstand so many issues is not that these issues are so complex. But that people do not want a factual or analytical explanation that leaves them emotionally unsatisfied. They want villains to hate and heroes to cheer. And they don't want explanations that do not give them that. That's the quote by Thomas Sowell. Highly recommend that great thinker. He's an economist and you just Amazon him and you'll find a lot of great text. So... Today, we are diving into Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians. Put the call out, but the only one that showed up was a Libertarian. So I'm going to give my Libertarian friend, Jeremy, the opportunity to talk about his platform. Jeremy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good.
0: Good. Glad you are here. So this is how we're going to proceed, right? Give an opportunity for you, uh, since Mm -hmm. you're the only one that wanted to join me today to educate my listeners about libertarianism, all right? And then we will also talk about strengths and weaknesses, okay? We will uh, also talk about your understanding of the other platforms, the Democrats and Republicans, as best as you can, and we'll just have a great discussion. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, so just tell us about yourself. let like, break the ice and all that good stuff. Tell us about Jeremy.
1: Oh, so grew up in Georgia, moved here in my senior year of high okay. school uh been involved with music uh since i was about 12 years old okay and uh work in construction now and still do music stuff too okay good Good deal so how long ago did you come to arkansas uh moved here 2011 2011 across here uh so my dad's originally from here and long story short he joined the navy which is why uh he was in georgia okay and then he became a firefighter and now he's a fire investigator okay Basically, the company that hired him said, "Hey, we'd love to hire you, yeah. but you have to move to the middle of nowhere." He said, "Where's that?" And they said, "Little Rock." He's like, "You can double my salary to move back." Home. <laughs> so, hey, that's that's in the
0: pie. Sweetening yeah. the So, it's an so election like, year, mm-hmm. right? Twenty twenty. A lot's been yeah. going on from COVID to you know racial issues, police. You know, people going back and forth about you know, presidential candidates, mm-hmm. regular candidates, state, city, county level. So, as always, people start to express their political views and all of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, or many times, um, probably because we've been like locked up and all that kind of good mm-hmm. stuff. People are more active on social media want to give their opinions and pontifications and all that kind of good stuff. So, you identify as libertarian. Yes. Right? So... I'm sure people are like, what's a libertarian? And mm-hmm. some other people are like, oh, those are those kooky people, right? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are those, like, they're called, you know, some people will classify a libertarian as like an anarchist or something like mm-hmm. that, which I think is a unfortunate characterization. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so, tell us, in mm-hmm. in your words, your understanding, what is a libertarian?
1: So kind of the guiding principle that unites the libertarian party uh, is the non-aggression principle. Okay. And so there's a, the libertarian party is fairly diverse in a lot of different areas as to exactly how this applies. Okay. Uh, But what the non-aggression principle is, is there is rights that we inherently have as human beings. Okay. And it's the government's job to protect those rights and nothing else. Okay wow that's the government's job that's the only job that's the only job is that's to protect the, the rights of the individuals okay so can you flesh that
0: out for us because <laughs> i'm sure people are saying well isn't the government supposed to do a through z all <laughs> right so when you talk about rights <laughs> what do you mean like do i have the right to <laughs> do this or i don't have the right to do that with what, what Yeah.
1: So, just like uh, Mm -hmm. in the Declaration of Independence, the pursuit of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Okay. Uh, And those are all things that if we stripped away, like we just threw ten people in some remote jungle that had food and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and there was no governing body, what natural rights would they have? Okay. And so, it would be right to life. Oh. Okay. Right to liberty. Okay. And right to pursue happiness. Okay. Now where the government steps in is to mitigate those rights being infringed upon by other people. Okay. And that's the primary role of libertarians. Okay. Or the libertarian position.
0: Okay. So how does that look for um an everyday person? Mm-hmm. Like how does that look for you? You know, what what is what how would you want to live as a libertarian? in relationship to the government. the
1: government uh as little as possible um, okay I, th- I think the only time the government should really be knocking on your door is if you're doing something wrong and then inf- okay. hurting other people okay outside of that i think there shouldn't be too much uh that the government's doing
0: okay so what where can people like who's good to read mm-hmm. you know i think about um other types of you know the other You know, Democrats and Republicans, and you Mm -hmm. you know, go to different people that you can read about in terms of those different platforms. Who would you recommend, Mm -hmm. whoever you read about that would be helpful regarding libertarianism? Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. I think the biggest thing is read the anti-federalist papers. Okay. Uh, Because that's the kind of what some consider the birthplace of the libertarian, at least, ideals. I know the party didn't exist until around the late 70s, okay. if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, but the idea is the government cannot give rights. Rights already exist.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and so I guess, uh, I mean, most of the founding documents, I would argue it came from a mostly libertarian perspective. Okay. Uh, and then Thomas Sowell, you mentioned his yeah. quote earlier. He's. Uh, I'm not sure if he's libertarian, but he has fairly libertarian ideals. Yeah, I don't think he... Uh, yeah, he,
0: he... He would probably say that way, but
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, Okay. Uh, so Dave Rubin, uh, Don't Burn This Book. I okay. would definitely recommend that. Okay. Uh, it takes uh, people from all perspectives okay. uh, and talks about, okay, here's what the government's doing. Here's what culture's doing. Okay. Uh, here's what we believe are rights that we naturally have, and here's what we need to do to protect them. Uh, free speech is kind of what that one focus on, okay. focuses on specifically.
0: Okay. Hey, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher, Humanity Matters Podcast, and we're here with Humanity Matters one-on-one. It's our opportunity to uh, discuss uh, libertarianism. The goal was to talk libertarianism, a Democrat and a Republican walk into a coffee shop, but only a libertarian chose to came in today. And so we're having at it. We are here with Jeremy, uh, who lives here in Arkansas, by way of Georgia, Mm -hmm. right? And he mentioned the non-aggression principle? Yes. Okay. Um, so what what are the strengths of libertarianism?
1: So the biggest strength is personal freedom. Um, okay. And so you get to choose whatever you want to do as long as you're not infringing on somebody else's rights. Okay. So what that allows is the most amount of creativity possible. Okay. Uh, and so I mean that it's a pretty straightforward platform. Yeah, uh, we think you as an individual know what's best for your life. Okay, and so therefore we should let you do it as long as you're not interfering with somebody else.
0: Okay, all right. So how how
1: what would be a weakness of
0: libertarianism? I know you talked yeah. about it being mm-hmm. diverse mm-hmm. in like any. Ideology, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a, a range of mm-hmm. understandings and then applications of that ideology. Yeah. Um, and so you mentioned personal freedom as a strength. What would be a weakness mm-hmm. uh, where people would be like, I don't know, Jeremy?
1: Mm-hmm. You, you know? I think the biggest weakness of the platform is okay. that it requires a culture of self reliance. Okay. And so, if that culture is not in place, this is something that I think most people aren't willing to really talk about. If okay. that culture of self-reliance isn't there, then that country is going to fail, just like a business would fail. Okay. And so, that that's probably the biggest weakness is that it relies so much on the culture of whatever uh, place is being governed.
0: Okay. All right. So you talk about so you you kind of use the illustration of a mm-hmm. business, right? So. Mm-hmm. Obviously a business mm-hmm. is is an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made up of people. Yes. Right. So a business is gonna require mm-hmm. people to do particular things in order for that business to be effective and efficient, right? Yes. With the resources that it has to Accomplish whatever it is they want to accomplish. So Mm -hmm. I I hear libertarianism and I hear personal freedom self-reliance, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The government not Doesn't give you rights, right, but it's there to protect those rights that are already existing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But so if you bring a group of libertarians, like you drop them in an area, right? Mm -hmm. What happens? Like, Mm -hmm. You just drop them, like, in an area. How do they, like, <laughs> what happens? What would that look like?
1: Uh, I think for the most part, we would all, like, st- we would start by saying, okay, this is what I'm good with. Okay, this is what I'm good with. And we would okay. go ahead and start separating ourselves in the area and okay. figuring out the common good that we could do. Okay. Because we know that if we're helpful for the community, we're going to be able to get things from them that's
0: helpful for us. Okay. So there, there is some level of agreement. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Same. Hey, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher with Humanity Matters, one on one. We're sitting here with Jeremy talking about libertarianism. He's mentioned the non-aggression principle, mm-hmm. personal reliance, <laughs> self-reliance, personal <laughs> freedom. Uh, looking at some strengths and weaknesses, and when we come back we are going to look at some of the other platforms and his understanding of that. So, hey, let's hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Humanity Matters podcast. We are doing Humanity Matters Mm one-on-one, and we are discussing libertarianism. The opportunity was offered for a Republican and a Democrat to join me, but For whatever reason, no one took me up on the offer. That's quite okay because this gives us an opportunity to uh, learn about a, what would you say, not popular or not widely held political position, ideology like libertarianism?
1: I think it's more widely held. I just don't think people realize that they're libertarians.
0: Okay, go into that.
1: So, uh, because when I talk to anybody about taxes, for the most part, they're like, oh, I don't want to pay taxes. It's like, that's a fairly libertarian stance. Uh Uh, It's like, well, I don't think the government should be giving special interest. I don't think they should be bailing out these big banks. It's like, that's a libertarian position. Right, right. And so there's a lot of libertarian positions that I hear from both sides say, hey, we're not about this. And it's like, well, hey, we've been saying this since Mm -hmm. we've existed as a party. We don't want the government handing out money to Anyone, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, businesses or otherwise. Yeah. It's yeah. like,
0: yeah, you know, it's true. You hear from, uh, and if they were here, mm-hmm. uh, I would pose that question. Like, you hear from those who would tend to vote Democrat, mm-hmm. like, you know, they talk about criminal justice reform, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now that's kind of like a big thing. It's mm-hmm. moved over to Republicans as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, libertarians, you yeah. talking about non aggression principle um you know but then also you turn and look at uh Republicans um and some of their economic concerns right mm-hmm. and you talk about taxes and things like that and libertarians are like hey you yeah. know we're right here right mm-hmm. so would you say that libertarianism stands in the middle of those of Democrats and Republicans or you think they stand outside where was you
1: what do you think I think it depends on which, branch of the party you're talking about Uh, because both branches have a much more authoritarian stance on certain things and then on the other end of those parties there are more libertarian stances okay so i would say just as there's left and right between democrats being left republicans being right yeah there's authoritarian which would be up and then down which would be libertarian Mm -hmm. and so it's how much government involvement and then in which positions should that be?
0: Yeah, I found uh, interesting. Just 2020 is kind of illuminated some things. So let's look mm-hmm. at um, the parties, all three, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like law enforcement. Yeah. Right. So um, for libertarians and Republicans, okay, I'm talking party. Okay. You found in those who would have prior conservative mm-hmm. perspective within Republicans. Okay. Um, I found for them, for re- Republicans, it was like back the blue, back the blue, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Blue lives matter. Right. In terms of the unrest that was happening. Um, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I found and saw a lot on social media, uh, critiquing law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Right when it came down to the COVID restrictions that were happening Mm -hmm. early in the year, right? So I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. It was back to blue, back to blue Mm -hmm. in terms of the racial uh, conflicts that have been going on. But when it came to like COVID type stuff, there was like, Mm -hmm. you better not be enforcing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's unconstitutional, so on and so forth. Yeah. Then you look at the Democrats, right? And Mm -hmm. obviously, um, for them, how law enforcement is being characterized right Mm -hmm. in relationship to racial unrest right Mm -hmm. so now they sound like Mm -hmm. Republican or conservatives who are critiquing law enforcement in regards to covid Mm -hmm. but then you don't hear them say anything about law enforcement who come and enforce a mask mandate Mm -hmm. you know and and i think
1: libertarians are like Mm -hmm. and that's where if you look at that graph i was speaking about like If you have the issues lining the the different graphs of what issues they want more authoritarian stances in. Yeah. And the left has their categories and so this is bar graph. So not a line graph. Yeah, Yeah. So like Democrats, they want government to be authoritarian or Have more authority in these issues like mass mandates, and then Republicans tend to be like that for drugs. I think that's starting to change, Mm -hmm. like as far as the drug policy. Right. right, And so it's where do we want the authoritarianness? Okay. Uh, is tend to be tends to be the way I view each party. And libertarian is
0: like (laughs) just push the is out the way. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So, what's your understanding
1: Mm -hmm.
0: about? The Democratic Party
1: platform. So I think I'm going to separate this from the platform and okay. like the talking points into what I've, how I've interacted with most okay. Democrats. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's because good. I, if you think our politicians really represent us at this point, uh, there's been a graph or a study that's been done, and okay. whether the public supports a bill or not, yeah. has zero impact on whether or not it gets passed. Okay. Uh, and so I think trying to remember who, uh, should have looked it up, but, uh, there's a organization out there right now that's, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to fight for the, uh, changing the way the electoral college is working just a little bit, uh, to address that, to hold them more accountable. Uh, so their platform is government is your big brother. I use that intentionally. Uh, and we should be the ones looking out for you, and we're the ones that know what's best for you. Okay. Uh, and then the Republican Party is more big business is your big brother, and they're okay. the ones that are going to look out for you. Okay. And so it's they're, they're kind of picking their team, but they're okay. more or less doing the same thing.
0: Okay. So your, under, your interactions with those who mm-hmm. vote Democrat,
1: what are they mm-hmm. like? So they tend to... Want, they have a very good desire to help people okay uh, and so the desire for national health care okay. isn't a desire for us to end up like Venezuela okay uh, it is a desire to help the least of these okay. right? and so that is a good goal I just think they're going about it the right the wrong way the wrong way okay uh, and so I think that's where when you look at the democratic populace uh-huh. is they, Wanting to help people, okay, and that's good. Okay. And it's just they're they've taken ideas that sound good, okay, and haven't necessarily been proven yet, or okay. have proven themselves otherwise. And they're like, "Well, we need to tweak this, tweak okay. that," uh, and they want more government control in those areas, okay, specifically healthcare for the most part, okay. Uh, that's kind of the big one, uh, okay. that they want more control in, okay, or government control.
0: So, so that's interesting. So in terms of, so yeah, going back to the, the mention of, uh both, as you understand it, Democrats want authoritarianism in some things, mm-hmm. Republicans want authoritarianism in mm-hmm. some things, right? Uh, so as I think through uh, discussions I've had with persons who vote Democrat or mm-hmm. and identify with the Democratic Party, um, Yes, I agree with you. Heard discussions about national health care, mm-hmm. you know, whatever form that would take. Um, you know, different things of uh, it, things that uh, appeal to the well-being of people, mm-hmm. right? But then when you talk about things like abortion, mm-hmm. right, the government doesn't need to be involved. Mm-hmm. Or you talk about uh,
1: well I want the Democratic Party or at least the people I'm talking to, they yeah. want government to be involved. They want Planned Parenthood funded. Yeah. And so well they, in, yeah.
0: in terms of they don't want the government to be involved in saying what they what a what a woman cannot do mm-hmm. with her body and that baby in terms mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Right. But yes, I agree with you on on that point. And then um wanting the government to get involved mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, we had with the Supreme Court and uh, mm-hmm. gay marriage, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's interesting on, again, where they want to be authoritarian mm-hmm. and other places they don't want yeah. authority to be active. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I assume then you find the strength of the Democratic Party is that idea of looking out for those who for whatever reason can't for lack of a better term, making on their own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. Uh,
1: And a weakness. Uh, I think that they, their heads are too far in the clouds to uh, accept the pragmatism of their ideas. Okay. Or the impracticality of their ideas. Impracticality. Okay. Go ahead. Talk Uh, about that. So there's a certain, uh, I think one of the biggest things that we could talk about with that specifically that's going on is COVID right now. Okay. Uh, I think it's a very unfair criticism of Trump to blame him for all 210,000 deaths. Okay. Uh, because if you look at what they were saying back in January, so, okay, so all these deaths are going to happen anyway. Well, they, they, we, they template modeled yeah. two yeah. million
0: or something.
1: Yeah. Right. So they okay. said, no matter what we do, we're going to have a significant uh, number of deaths mm-hmm. in this. And what we need to do and why we're doing the lockdown is to flatten the curve and to not overwhelm our healthcare care right. system. Right. So that way we can minimize the amount of those deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to that, uh, we need to accept the fact that we live in a world where death happens. Yeah. And that's where I think they've kind of gotten too far uh, in their dreams to speak. Okay. And okay. their desire to help people is like, well, I think everybody should be able to be a hundred percent healthy. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, we, we don't have that technology yet. We don't have that. If there was a way for mm-hmm. us to do that, if we had infinite resources and infinite wisdom and knowledge and such, and I think, cheat death? yeah, <laughs> like, well, not even cheat. not even necessarily okay. death specifically, okay, but just right. like the, diabetes it's Yeah. like, well, if we had the technology to do that, and then mm-hmm. we're definitely getting a lot closer. Right, right. It's, I think they've kind of ignored the, everything prior to the 1900s when okay. it comes to just how far we've come mm-hmm. uh, in those advancements. And so it's like, well, hey, we're in this 20th century or 21st century. Nobody should be in poverty. Nobody should be in this. It's like, well, the the issue is the technology and mm-hmm. the issue is Culture. There's a ton of issues with it, and they think government can just step in and solve all those issues. Okay. Good. Hey, it's Dr. Philip
0: Fletcher. I'm here with Jeremy, and we are discussing libertarianism, Democrats, and Republicans. All right? It's like a good joke. A libertarian, a Democrat, a Republican walk in a coffee shop, but the punchline is only a, dem- a libertarian walked in, so that's why we are here today. And we have been discussing strengths and weaknesses. All right, We've talked about strengths and weaknesses of Libertarian, strengths and weaknesses of Democrats. Now, what's the strengths and weaknesses of Republicans?
1: So I think the Republicans, and again, I want to separate that between what the party platform says and their talking points and what the average Republican that I've yeah. talked to says. Yeah. Uh, they are much more free speech uh, as of late. Uh, okay and that's a qualifier yeah as of late as of late uh classical liberals have seemed to be leaving the democratic party but that's a whole nother discussion before we go on that rabbit trail uh and i think that's important because uh like ricky said in his his also debate where only libertarians showed up Mm -hmm. uh you know if we're all thinking the same thing or is there really much thinking going on sure uh and so I think it was a uh, Voltaire who said, uh, "I disagree with what you say, but I'll fight for the, yes. uh, I'll fight to the death for your right to say yes. it."
0: Um, oh, and uh, Jeremy mentioned Ricky. He is uh, referring to uh, Ricky Dale Harrington, who is running as a Libertarian candidate for the U.S. Senate, yes. Senate of uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas. He's running against uh, the incumbent Senator Tom Cotton. So, yeah, yep. keep going. So.
1: Yeah, stress and weakness is Republicans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I think the weakness of the Republican Party is they also think the government should be involved in certain things, like okay. banking, and they think they should be propping them up, uh, Heard it referred to as trickle-down economics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, every economist that I've read kind of disagrees with that theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's done actual statistical research that's just not writing a okay. self-fulfilling prophecy. All right. Okay, good.
0: So, you know, one of the interesting things, um, because I like how you distinguish between the platform and everyday people that you run into, mm-hmm. is that even when you look at um, mm-hmm. each entity, so Libertarian, yeah. Democrat, Republican, you have mm-hmm. these different expressions, yes. right? So it's like if, if there's a tent, mm-hmm. right? You have three big tents, and you stick your head in that tent, mm-hmm. you got these groups in here, so. Mm-hmm. For, um, I know for Democrats, typically right now what's happening is you have, those would be identified as like moderate Democrats, Mm -hmm. and then you have the progressives, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have like the Bernie Sanders, Mm -hmm. uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez types Mm -hmm. within the Democratic Party, right? You have in the Republican Party, you have the what's more of a pejorative, I think, rhinos, (laughs) <laughs> Republicans a name only. You have those who say, I've heard them say, well I'm republic I'm a conservative first, then I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're trying to make a distinguishment. Then you have like Tea Party types, then you mm-hmm. have uh, in both camps you have neoliberals, neoconservatives. Yeah. You know, and then you got your outside the tent, mm-hmm. right? But kind of sticking their nose in those mm-hmm. tents. You've Got like socialists, yeah. So Bernie Sanders has got himself in the tent, right? Yeah. He's 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 like, Hey, I'm mm-hmm. wearing that like a badge, yeah. right? But then outside, of, if you follow the
1: mm-hmm.
0: the uh stream, mm-hmm. outside of that is communism, yeah, on that side, right? Now, Republicans, you got like ultra nationalists, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then on that extreme, you got fascists, yeah, right? You know. And libertarians, mm-hmm. right? Who makes up libertarians? You know the libertarian thing. If I were to stick my head in there, mm-hmm. am I just gonna? What am I gonna see? Am I gonna see those who just
1: like no government at all?
0: Am I gonna see any that are gonna be like, yeah, we got a little government, we gotta have help.
1: So, I, I think that. that's a very common misconception to equate anarchists, which is no mm-hmm. government whatsoever, right. and libertarians. Okay. And so, this is where. Now, the, help us because yeah, that's been thrown that, yeah. out yeah.
0: all year, mm-hmm. uh, equating, like in relation to Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. uh, protests, mm-hmm. and then the things that follow. Yeah. And then those persons that have been doing the writing and eluding, so I'm distinguishing. Yeah. All right. As being anarchists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, help us. So, you're saying anarchy, anarchists mm-hmm. and libertarians are not the same?
1: Uh, I would say they're diametrically opposed to each oh, other. Okay. Help us. Uh, So, the reason being is in anarchy, it's might makes right. It's I'm mm-hmm. bigger than you. I'm stronger okay. than you. I've got more weapons than you. Okay. So, I can take things from you, and there's no one that you can appeal to other than stronger weapon or another group of people to mm-hmm. come and fight. It's there is no governing body in anarchy. There mm-hmm. is no rights in anarchy. There is okay there's there's nothing there to protect anyone except yourself. So it's going
0: back 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 in the yeah. day where it's like
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so with libertarians is we recognize that there are inherent rights that humans have. Not bestowed by the government, but they inherently have mm-hmm. just from being human beings. Yeah, and the government can't can only take away those rights. Okay, and so it's the government's job to protect those rights. So that way, if somebody came in and did something that violated my rights in any way, shape, or form, it would be the government's job to one enact justice, and then two uh, recognize my rights and recognize that those rights have been violated. Got it. It's good. And so I think this is a kind of segue into the diversity that's within the Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. One of the m- most diverse stances that uh, you'll hear from Libertarians is when it comes to the environment. Uh, and the reason being is there's something called externalities. That's an economic term. Okay. Uh, externalities. And so that's like, uh, if you think about a coal power plant, Okay, uh, they burn the coal and then, smoke leaves the stack with all the carbons and toxins mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then that could create acid rain and stuff like that. But that's not something that you're going to see right away. And there's not really a way for them to, or for us to link a specific coal plant to this specific. Okay. And so that acid rain, those things that are happening that are external to the business, mm-hmm. but are still detrimental. Uh, I would say that that is a, infringement of the rights on the people that that's being affected by. Okay. And so some people would say, Oh, well just let it burn. The economy is going to figure out a way to take that toxic waste and to turn it into something awesome. Mm It's like
0: So I close my eyes and I walk in and I'm like, Oh, Jeremy sounds like a Democrat.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And so, but at the same time, I think uh, if you go too far with it, like I think the green new deal uh, does, you're just shutting down industry and then, you're shutting down, you'd be shutting down almost 80% of our power grid. If and now Jeremy sounds
0: like a Republican.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so it's, it's going and saying, Hey, like, stop, bring, bring the authority level on mm-hmm. regulations down. Okay. But then also recognize that dumping toxic waste into the river is wrong and infringes right. upon the rights of the people who live right. there. Uh I know the pig farms here in Arkansas with the Buffalo River. Okay. Uh, that's a big local thing that's going on in there. Okay. Okay. So there, there's a lot of manure and waste and they were trying to get bills passed so they could dump it into the river. Really? And, yeah.
0: Huh. They so
1: turn the manure around to, to yeah, do something with it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's uh that's where there's a recognition that there's directly violating somebody's rights and there's also ways to indirectly violate someone's rights uh, and so both should be uh protected mm. okay good so as we're on a
0: downhill swing of this i really appreciate you been, yeah uh learning a lot hey if you got a question you can email humanity matters podcast at gmail.com i love questions and i will pick them up on my Sunday evening show, Humanity Matters Weekly, you can find it on YouTube and also live on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. So, Jeremy, mm-hmm. I want to give you the opportunity, if you could, mm-hmm. there was a Democrat and a Republican here. Mm-hmm. What is one question that you would ask the Democrat representative? And what's one question you would ask the Republican representative?
1: So I would ask both of them the same question. Okay. Uh, What would you do if the government could not go in debt another dime? Okay. Well, there's your question.
0: (laughs) I look forward to your responses. Ask that question one more time.
1: What would you do if the government could not go in debt one more dime? I'll give you nine cents. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Good deal. So finally, what is it that you want
1: people Mm -hmm. to understand about libertarianism? I think one of the most unfair accusations that we get as a group is that we only care about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not true. It's that we think the best way to help people is through our own free will Mm -hmm. of helping people. And that goes back to my point earlier, if we don't have a culture of self-reliance and of helping people, mm-hmm. and those are cultural problems. And that's not something the government can legislate into. Mm-hmm. The, the government can't make you actually care about the homeless. That's something that you personally have to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we recognize that if we don't have a healthy culture, it, it doesn't matter what government we have. Uh, I think we're seeing the symptoms of having an unhealthy culture play out in our politics right now. And okay. it's more a reflection upon us as a culture uh, than it is necessarily the style of government. That's
0: good. Jeremy, I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Hey, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher, and this has been Humanity Matters One on One. And we've been talking about libertarianism, democracy. Democrats, and Republicans. Next week, I will be sitting down with one individual who will be advocating for a national mask mandate versus someone who is advocating for individual choice. This should be a very interesting discussion. As we wrap up this special series, Humanity Matters One-on-One, also is available is my discussion with an advocate of Black Lives Matter. Uh, in Contra-Distinction distinction to All Lives Matter, and that podcast is up. Go check it out. Hey, check out my nonprofit, coho58.org, our uh, community housing development initiative, Hope Village. You can find that as well as hopevillagecoho.org, as well as our nonprofit startup, Replicate. For uh, more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org, Again, like us on YouTube, find Humanity Matters. You'll see the cool logo with the red background. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast, Humanity Matters, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.fm. Give me a review. Subscribe. Share. Go like the Facebook page. Find me on Twitter. Interact with me. See some cool pictures on Instagram, at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Hey, remember, be loved, be kind, be generous. And if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. Y'all take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous.